What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We have so much on our plate. I want to start in San Francisco to a phone call made from jail to a San Francisco news station. It's Pelosi's attacker. He decided to call in on a talk show. I think you need to hear what he had to say. We go there in 60 seconds. Now, I don't speak dog. I mean, I'm pretty fluent. Uh, You know, I speak cat. Get away from me. Get away from me. Get away from me. Oh, oh, I want something. Let me rub against your legs. I speak cat. But uh, I'm I'm just a little fluent in uh, in dog just a bit. Uh, Dogs love rough greens. You know, Uno used to be the pickiest eater ever. He'd stand by his food bowl and I would just we'd we'd have to stand there just totally still. Go ahead. Eat it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to move. I'm barely moving my mouth right now. Go ahead. You're going to love it. Eat it up. And then he'd look at you and then he'd sniff and then he'd look back at you to see if you... It was horrible. Horrible. If he spoke human, he would hear, eat! But he doesn't. Anyway, we started putting uh, rough greens on top of his food. Something that came that was uh, um, uh, uh, not invented, but the formula was put together by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle it on the dog food, has probiotics, antioxidants, minerals, you know, vitamins, everything they need. Uno eats his food. That's goal number one for me. Second is he really changed. See the difference in your dog with Rough Greens. Get the trial pack for free. You just pay for shipping at Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, RoughGreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, or RoughGreens.com slash Beck. So uh, Stu is here wearing his uh, Eagles hoodie, um, and I just I have to check. I haven't I haven't checked on the news yet. I saw the Eagles win, and uh, immediately my concern was for the safety of the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Did they melt it? No, last no. There are some bus stations uh, that were bus on fire that were uh, that, that were okay. damaged. Okay, some All light right. poles did not do so well. Okay, during the All celebration. Right. But. All right. Yeah, I love those celebrations. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the way. That's the way. You know, when Tanya and I first got married, we took our rental house and burned it down to the ground yeah. in celebration. It's the it best was way. Wonderful. It's the only way yeah. to show you really care. Okay, uh, let's uh, uh, let's take you to San Francisco. In case you don't know, uh, the video came out of Paul Pelosi's attacker on Friday afternoon. It was after we were on the uh, show, so we didn't have a chance to comment on it. I did comment on it online, and it went viral, and it is splitting everybody apart. Because what I said was, why didn't you release this right away? It is clear this is a hostage situation. Okay, There's no doubt in my mind there was nothing going on there except a hostage situation. Now, there were some facts that the media had gotten wrong. But honestly, I mean, I read a story where they're like, NBC needs to apologize. No, no. He was wrong in those facts. Now, I don't know why they. You're talking about the guy who was suspended? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I went back and listened to that and. 
I don't know, 95% of it seemed like exactly what I saw on the tape. Uh, he said that uh, he opened the door and then didn't immediately say anything. He couldn't. Right. He didn't. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, but, but I mean... It, but he's also said then he walked back before... All of those things are true, but the context yes. was wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that's that's accurate. But and there's no reason he should have been suspe- fired or no. suspended. No. I don't even understand that, Okay. That's clearly political in his firing. It was wrong in context, but his facts were right. Okay. Um, Now, after this was released, the guy with a hammer called from the San Francisco County Jail. And this is what he said. What did you want to tell me? Um, Now that y'all have seen the body cam footage, having a motion important message for everyone in America. You're welcome. Freedom uh, uh, of liberty isn't dying. It's being killed systematically and deliberately. The people killing it have names and addresses. So I got their names and addresses so I could pay them a little visit and have a heart-to-heart chat about their bad behavior. The tree of liberty needs watering. This guy. I would also like to apologize. I want to apologize to everyone. I messed up. What I did was really bad. I'm so sorry. I didn't get more of them. It's my own fault. No one else is to blame. I should have come better prepared. I spent all my time exposing government corruption online, only to have them silence my freedom of speech as quickly as they could. It circumvented the Constitution and private industry. When the grooming class outsources their repression of your civil rights to private industry, it's called fascism. Okay. This guy, A, is clearly um, not in sta- insane. I mean, he is, he seems to be speaking uh, with reason in his own world. Um, you know, he's not, it's not ranting and raving here. Um, he is clearly, however, disturbed. I don't know what it is with this guy. I don't know how you take a lifelong hippie, a lifelong guy who has been not on the left, on the far, far left, the nudist left. Yeah. The nudist left, Mm -hmm. how you get him who still has a BLM flag and a rainbow flag in his window of his home, how you get him there, I don't know. Now, they'll say, well, he was listening to the conspiracy theories online. That's what he is doing. Well, what about all the conspiracy theories on the left? Are those just not effective? I mean, let's remember, we had the same kind of guy Go to try to kill our Supreme Court justices. Okay. This is what happens when you have a world that has been set on fire and it was set deliberately. It was set by the people who hate this country and want to reset it. Now, there's two groups, the Marxist and the anarchists and the other group are the people like the World Economic Forum. They are undermining our story, our society, our wealth, our industry, our our food. They are undermining all of it. And it is clear. 
So what do we do about it? Well, definitely not what he did. Definitely not what he did. But also definitely not what the media did in this very case. What did they do? They immediately they came out with a story and then immediately shut down everything. How long did it take us to get the horrible, horrible footage from the cops on the beating in Memphis? How long did that take us? Two days? How long? I thought it was weeks because they did have they went through the whole thing where they fired the people, then the cops, then they announced the charges okay. on the cops. OK, good. Took, they were complaining about how long it took. OK, all right. They were complaining how long it took. Who was complaining? The, you know, the people protesting in the streets. People protesting in the streets, most likely the left. Now, everybody is upset and should be. If you're not, if you've seen that video uh, from Memphis, you should be horrified. But there is an explanation for that and how that happened and why that happened. And we can get into that later. But you release the videos. You don't want trouble. You release the video. Every step of the way, they tried to shut down information. When you shut down information and lack transparency in a world that doesn't trust anyone, what happens? People start making up their own stories. Conspiracy theories happen in a society that is shut down all information. Because they'll see things and they'll be like, that's not right. Something's wrong with that. How did you get this guy? Well, okay, it can happen. And apparently it has, it has happened. But all of the other facts, the BLM, the rainbow flag, all of these things, and him being a lifelong nudist style hippie, just didn't fit. It doesn't mean it wasn't true. So let me give you journalism 101. Question authority. That's journalism 101. You question the details. You don't just take it on their word. That's the problem with our society. Journalists just take them at their word. And they do it. Not because they're part of some conspiracy or anything. They do it because they believe the left is right about America. They honestly believe it. I honestly don't. I think a return to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is the only way out for freedom. So the Seattle Times, they come and put a list together who, uh, quote, made fun of Paul Pelosi. And it says in their headline, hold them accountable. I'm sorry, that's from Adam King, uh, Kin Kinzinger. Hold them accountable. These are the people that raised doubts and amplified conspiracy, according to the Seattle Times. Ted Cruz, uh, Clay Higgins, blah, 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 blah. Here it is. Prominent figures. Number one, Glenn Beck. What did I do? Raised doubts about the details of the attack. Now, how did I raise doubts? I addressed 
doubts. Why haven't they released this? Look at what's happening online. Conspiracy theories. Was he part of a gay group? Did he know this was a setup? What happened? What I said was release the footage. Why won't you release the footage? It will tell the story clearly and you'll be past all of this. So when authorities tell me this is what's going on and we don't want any conspiracy theories and they have the way to stop all conspiracy theories and they don't do it, everyone should raise doubt what is going on. Why won't you do that? They still haven't told us why they waited so long. Was it truly because of the uh both sides of the court said they didn't want it out. Most likely, 99%. However, because all of the activity from everyone, including NBC, why did you fire this guy or suspend him? Why didn't you just come out and, and say the truth that we found not up to our standards? Bull crap. Have you suspended people who... Uh, reported all kinds of misinformation in the last five years, I can guarantee you no. So why the punishment on this guy? These things just take conspiracy theorists and just has their wheels turning. There is no intent from most people, I think, in the media and most people in uh positions of power to actually get to the truth. You want to know why conspiracy theories are happening? Because what truly happened in the 2020 election and the 2022 election? Now, I'm not saying it was stolen. I'm not saying it wasn't stolen. I'm saying there's enough out there to make a reasonable person question. And if the roles were reversed, you know the Democrats would have been raising hell over this. So now it's the Republicans raising hell. Okay. What do you say we take that power to raise hell away from both sides? Why is it no one will actually do an official and credible accounting. My guess is there's nobody that we all trust. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, first thing you do is you do not take to heart people that say things like that phone call from San Francisco. You do not do that. You, you know, I was reading, um, I was reading today out of Mark and it, I, I've highlighted two things. When you see these things come to pass, do not be alarmed. And then a couple of uh, verses later, it says, but you must be on guard. So that's what you need to do. You're seeing things. You're seeing things that will lead to our destruction. Don't be alarmed. Just be on guard. Because there's going to be a lot of people that tell you, do this, do that. 
false prophets. Don't. Don't. Follow in the footsteps. Make sure your feet are shod in the gospel of peace. Your feet should take you away from things like this and towards truth. Life is often incredibly busy, and, um, and you don't have time to be held back from living it because you're in pain. Most of the pain that we suffer, especially on a regular basis, is caused by inflammation in our joints. And if you've ever had it, you know exactly what I mean. But there is hope. Please give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. So they are offering a three-week quick start. This is, I think, one of the best, the best um, introductory offers I've ever seen. For $19.95, they say try it for three weeks. This is why it's so good. They tell you up front, about 70% of the people go on to order more month after month after they've tried it for three weeks, which means 30% of the people don't find any kind of relief in it. Well, thank you for letting me know the odds. I'm For my pain to go away, it's worth a $20 bet. So just try it. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So why do people, why have we always been a generally reasonable people? We have had problems, you know, over and over again, but we've been able to solve them and we've never gotten to this point. Uh, Why is that? Well, I'll tell you the same reason why the Republican Party was started in the in the 1850s, because they stood up in uh, the House and the Senate and said, Neither, neither side of you, the Democrats or the Whigs, neither of you actually care about any of this. You talk a good game, but you don't, you're not serious about any of it. Does that sound familiar? That's why there was a third party. And it demolished the Whigs and the Democrats generally were from the South. So the Whig party went away and a new party that was dedicated to the ideals and the principles set forth by our founders and abolish slavery. That was their platform. Abolish slavery. They did. Now, that's how you deal with things. But we are not. I don't know if you saw that Rona McDaniel uh is the rnc chair again now who could possibly be for that see here's one of the problems that we have in our society people who fail in their jobs i mean spectacularly fail in their jobs they just keep their job do you get to keep your job if you really really suck if you were responsible for the house the senate And the presidency, and you've lost. You've lost all of it. And it was one of the easiest times to win. Would you, do you think you'd keep your job? 
course not. But politics become involved. And that's where distrust lies. In politics, there's another reason. Well, we know the other reason. We know the other reason that there is a ruling class in both the Republican and the Democratic Party that don't listen to you. They are progressive. The progressive idea is you, you're a sheep. I'm the rancher. I'll brand you and I'll keep you safe and I'll throw food your way. But you're sheep. I'm going to be in the master's house. That's that is the truth of what's happening in Washington, D.C. And quite honestly, in the capitals in every Western country all across the world. More in a minute. We'll tell you exactly what happened with Harmy Dillon and Rona McDaniel and what it means for our future coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. Ah, remember the good old days when you used to lay awake and stare at your ceiling instead of falling almost instantly asleep on your pillow? Uh, my pillow comes along and it completely redesigns the pillow. I don't know how it works exactly, but you put your fist through each side and each the back and it fluffs up and then it stays that way all night. I, I don't know how it's witchcraft. Anyway, the Giza dream sheets also have redesigned sleep. They are the softest, most comfortable sheets. I, I would tell you, I would think these would be the most expensive sheets I've ever slept on. They're not. You can get them now for like twenty nine ninety eight. Excuse me? Really soft and durable cotton from Giza. Uh, that's where all of the great Egyptian co- cotton is the best. MyPillow.com. You can go there and get the uh, special on the Giza Dream Sheets and all kinds of other specials. Just click on Radio Listener Special Square. Type in my name, B-E-C-K, and you'll get the specials at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com, 800-966-3117. Celebrate the Eagles' trip to the Super Bowl by saving $10 <laughs> off your subscription to Wait Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Now... Let me start with the Memphis beatings, which is absolutely horrific, horrific. Uh, these five Memphis, Tennessee police officers were charged with murder. Uh, and I don't think there's any other way to cast that. They should all go to prison. But one of them uh, actually uh, had gone to prison before. I think either that or he was just accused and then for some reason let off. Uh, But he was a corrections officer uh, at Shelby County Corrections Department. And it was about eight years ago. And he took part in the beating of an inmate. Now, how did he become a police officer? Well, here's the problem. At least two out of the five were hired after, you know, all cops are. So when everybody was marching, when everybody was saying, you know, ACB and 
uh, we have to reimagine the police. Memphis couldn't hire any police officers. Nobody was coming. And so they did a couple of things. They no longer needed an associate's degree or 54 college credit hours. You could just have five years of work experience. That's it. Okay. Then they uh, offered a $15,000 signing bonus and they waived felons. So if you were a felon, they would give you a waiver for that and you could join the force. That's how desperate they were. Now, we know these five are going away, but should anybody pay for lowering the standards? Is there anybody who is a public servant that was leading this and they knew that this would be bad? I contend I'm not sure you can do any of that because we didn't hold the people who were setting our towns on fire responsible. And they were the ones who were directly responsible for not being able to hire good police officers. And so what do you do? What do you do to get good police officers in today's world? Do you lower the standards if that's what's going to get somebody on the force? Now, I know that's wrong. You know that's wrong. But who's ultimately responsible? Will anyone pay? Will anyone even say this is the BLL, BLM movement in, uh, in progress? This is what happens when you lower the standards and reimagine the police. We already had problems. We don't need more problems. No, they can double down on this is racist. Why? The guy who was beaten to death was black. All of the police officers were black. Yeah, but were they really? Oh my gosh. We have to start looking for actual answers. And then do those things. No matter how much it sucks for either side, I want the truth. If that truth hurts my side, well, then it hurts my side because it's the truth. It's the only way we all survive. That's the biggest problem with um, with what is happening now and what happened this weekend with the Republican Party. You have uh, Ronna McDaniel, who is the Republican National Committee chair. It is time for new thinking. Harmeet Dillon is great. She's great. But you know what she wasn't? In bed with all of the people that are in Washington, D.C. and all of the big donors. Okay? She wanted to hold the uh, RNC accountable, the, the leadership accountable. Well, they want to be accountable to the people in Washington, not the small donors. I think it was Ronna McDaniel that came out and said um, last week, look, I understand that for people in, you know, in middle America, but I don't care about the small donors. Somebody in the in the RNC said that just last week. That is absolutely true. And you know it. They don't care about the small donors. They care about the big donors. They care about the powerful people. But that's not what a party should be. You should care about people equally, 
No one should have your ear more than others. I hadn't seen a single poll out. Not one that didn't overwhelmingly say Harmeet should be the one. And yet, she didn't win. Why? Because out of the 167 RNC members, her 111 votes were the ones that were in the pocket. So now you have the same RNC chairman, the same one that gave us this last crappy... Why? Why did we lose everything and almost the House? Why did we lose? Because the Republicans will just say, well, we're not the Democrats. That's not good enough. It's not good enough. America knows it's in the fight for its very survival. And you're just saying, well, we're not them. Well, I don't I'm not going to fight with you. I, I mean, how how? You're going to lead the way you're telling us you'll lead the way. And your idea is we're not them. What are you? I want to know who I'm fighting with. What is it you believe? What do you believe? Because I know don't quote the platform because I know you don't believe in that because you never bring it up and you never do those things. So what is it you believe? That's what I want to know. And even if I disagree with you on 20% of the things, as long as they're not the essential things, like, I don't really, I'm not all that with the, you know, Bill of Rights. As long as it's not the big things, if I disagree with you on 20%, I'm with you. But you won't even tell me what you're for. And your actions tell me that what you're for is just what the Democrats are for, just a little slower. No, thank you. No, thank you. We have to. We have to find the fighters that will fight within the confines of the Constitution, because the Constitution will tell you everything you need to do has the routes out. But the problem is we have the Republican Party Standing in the way. Okay, so we had that in the Tea Party, but we didn't know it at the time. We thought we could teach them a lesson. There's no more lessons to be taught. They'll never get it. Here's what you should do. If you've ever given any money to the RNC, you need to call them today and say, state level, local level, national level, I want you to know. You will never receive a dime from me. Not another dime. You need to make that call today. Here I am in Texas. 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 Why don't we have... What, why are we not doing things like they're doing in Florida? Because our state GOP is dirty they win they get the they they become the chair of all these committees and they decide to give them to the democrats well wait wait i didn't elect them we elected the gop what are you doing well we just want enough with fairness enough with fairness how about you follow the election 
the people spoke. Yeah, but the people don't really know. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, follow the rules to be fair. You should call because the ones that are in the most trouble, the GOP that causes most of the damage are in these states where we think, oh, we're safe. Texas, you're not safe. You're not safe. Your GOP is corrupt. And it's time to say enough is enough. And the only thing they will listen to are dollars. That's it. Why are we putting more? Do- and I know people will say, well, because then they'll, cause they'll, they'll just they'll only have the big donors. Good. Then we'll know exactly what they're for. We'll know exactly what they're for. And you know what? I'm not going to write another check for you. I'm not going to do it. I didn't do it before. And then I bought into this lie of, oh, it's so important. We've got to. No, you're not going to fight for me. You're not going to fight for my values. You're not going to fight for the values. You, you people, the reason why we still have Mitch McConnell is because Mitch McConnell controls all the money. You got to go and raise all this money, and then a portion of it goes to the GOP. You know, I'm sorry. And I say this to my friends like Mike Lee. Mike, I will do everything I can to fund you and get that money to your campaign. But if I am required to give money to you and half of it or any of it goes to the GOP, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I won't. I won't. Well, that's going to make all these good guys stand up. Good. Then maybe these guys should stand up and say the same thing. That got Charles Sumner, unfortunately, the beatdown. And that is, you guys don't actually mean any of it. You're all sleeping, he said, with the whore of slavery. Well, you are all sleeping with the whores of money and power and influence and lobbyists. That's who you're sleeping with. And the people did not send me here to do their bidding and you won't even hear the voice of the people well the hour grows late it's time it is past time to recognize the republicans are not your friends back in a minute You know, I try to the best of my abilities to be prepared for anything that could possibly happen. I have uh, a a uh, a terribly important warning for you on the dollar coming up today. I'm try to, but I don't want to bury it, so I'm going to try to do it here and and squeeze it into the show. But definitely tomorrow, it'll make it a centerpiece. It's terribly important. Things are changing in the world. And the loser is going to be the one that isn't paying attention and the one that is still in denial. My Patriot Supply is uh, 
is is a, a company that I've been working with for, gosh, since the Tea Party. They are really the best in the business. We have crazy cold weather here in Texas again, and uh, we have snow coming tomorrow. And that, you know, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Oh, I hope the wind power picks up. Oh, and it's really cloudy and the sun isn't out and it's snowy. I hope those solar panels will help us. Yeah, I'm not hoping. I'm taking action myself. I make sure that my family is safe. The best emergency food out there, the best one out there is my Patriot Supply. And now they have the Vesta. And it allows you to heat your home and cook your meals indoor with no toxic fumes, no smoke. You don't need natural gas. None of it. I want you to check out the Vesta. This is something that was inspired by some things that were said on this program. I found out because I talked to the inventor last week. It is totally safe. It will help you heat, not your house, but at least a room, one of them. Um, just light the fuel, and within minutes, it's hot enough to boil water, even heat a 200-square-foot room, all without any power, without any smoke, without any toxic fumes, and without the danger. Please go to preparewithglenn.com right now. Save $30 on the Vesta while supplies last. Act now. These are hot. <laughs> oh, God. Preparewithglenn.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, the um, Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah! Uh, Say it loud! so are the Kansas City Chiefs. I like Andy Reid. I like the Chiefs. I have to not like them for a couple weeks, but... I know. I've always, I'll always like Andy Reid from his time with Andy Reid is the best. I think dude. one of the best commercials is the one with him drawing <laughs> Surprisingly the Surprisingly good. It's really good. With, with uh, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, really good. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes, I just, I just love... <laughs> Um, but, uh, he's, he's great. The Eagles. I just, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, the mob threats are already out. You know what I mean? The <laughs> moment the Eagles are in, it's like, listen, Mahomey, I don't think you want to throw the ball like that. You know, I think your ankles hurting a little bit higher, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, uh, it's fair. Uh, it's it's yeah. a fair assessment of my team. Uh, but Hey, this is incredible. I, I mean, another Super Bowl. I, 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 they went when I was five years old and then they didn't go until I was like 30, you know, and now my son, whose first football game he ever attended, ever attended was the Super Bowl in 2017 that they won. The Eagles won. So let me ask you a question. I just got another one. Let me ask you a question. It's spoiled. It, there is a possibility the Eagles, even over the cheese, is the best thing out of Philadelphia right now. <laughs> I mean, by a uh, long long way that they've got some good sport uh, phillies have been good lately the sixers are pretty good right now but the eagles of course are king obviously uh-huh. uh, we all know that uh-huh you've just cemented me cemented <laughs> me into kansas city although andy reed mahomes and the tomahawk Tomahawk chop. Very offensive, yeah, I mean, I, by the way. I Very love offensive. that i mean I, i'm a fan the just Beck for that <laughs> All right, I want you to think a moment 
about your dog's food. How healthy is it for him? If it's kibble food you're putting in a dish, the answer is probably not very healthy. Kibble food is sterilized, so it has a long shelf life. You know, that stuff has to sit on the shelf without being touched for two years. There's nothing good in that. Please, just sit in there. Rough Greens isn't a dog food. It puts all the live essential stuffs back into that dog food that's been sterilized out. Essential vitamins, nutrients, probiotics, and antioxidants. All the things your dog needs, which get cooked out. My dog loves Rough Greens. Try it for your dog. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get a uh, free uh, trial pack. You just pay for shipping. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 800-GLEN33 for Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Monday. I want to talk to you about something that is coming your way in the next two years. I think it could be earlier, but I I am always wrong on timing. But you need to know what is headed your way. So when the tsunami hits, you're not on the beach. We'll do that in 60 seconds. So I'm an ideas guy, you know, and I got one for you. How about saving some money? How about saving some money and not helping the leftists uh, who are embracing the cancel culture uh, win? You know, why not? Let's not give them money, too. Today is your opportunity to cancel your left-leaning cell phone provider and make the switch to America's conservative cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile, and save money. Patriot Mobile is now offering service with all three major networks, which means if you're with the big three and you like their service, but you hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. This comes with performance guarantee. If you're not happy with the coverage, you can switch back to one of the uh, three major carriers for free, but you're going to be happy with them. I suggest that you just get rid of the major carriers, but whatever is comfortable to you, they can make happen. Their 100% customer service team, U.S.-based customer service team, makes switching really easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Or get free activation today with the offer code Beck. That's patriotmobile.com slash Beck, 878-PATRIOT. Okay, I want to share something uh, with you that uh, comes from uh, Brandon Smith. Uh I think this is uh, probably um, the most accurate on what is coming. I told you 
I've been telling you this for a long time, but I told you uh, a couple of weeks ago that you were going to start to see Saudi Arabia with the World Economic Forum get off of the U.S. dollar. I have said since 2008, show me a path where the dollar doesn't collapse. And I've been given two answers every time from all of the experts. <laughs> the U.S. dollar is the only way for anybody in any country to buy oil. It's called the petrodollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. But what happens if the petro, it's never going to go away. Okay, Saudi Arabia is our good friend. They know what getting off the petrodollar would do to their very good friend and protector, the United States. So it's not going to happen. Okay, okay, okay. And, you know, another thing, Glenn, that you don't understand is there's just too much out there to lose. And these banks and these countries... They're not just going to let the dollar collapse. They, they'll lose too much. So stop worrying your cute little head about the dollar. Okay. All right. Well, that's what you will hear from all of the experts. That is either head-in-the-sand ignorance or a blatant lie. The thing that has kept our dollar in place is the petro status. It means that Saudi Arabia will only trade in an OPEC, will only trade in U.S. dollars. So if you have a one or a ruble or a yak, you have to buy a dollar that you can send then to OPEC. Okay, that's why all the countries keep. The U.S. dollar on hand. They need it to buy fuel. Well, guess what just happened at the World Economic Forum? <laughs> Something that will never, ever happen. The Saudis have now said, yeah, we'll pretty much take anything. We are not that picky. Yeah, you, you can buy it with other things. Sure, go ahead. Let's give that a whirl. Well, Glenn, that will never. It just did. It just did. Well, I mean, the the rich and the powerful, I mean, they have too much to lose. And they'll never just allow the dollar. Mm -hmm. Unless the rich and powerful are part of something like uh, a great reset. Unless the rich and powerful are the ones that know what's coming because they're the ones that screwed it up. They're the ones that have been funneling money to themselves from our treasuries and from our printing presses. While they're screwing the little guy, they seem to get richer. Why is that? How come the banks have received trillions of dollars, but the little people didn't even know that was happening? It's almost as if, these people were robbing our treasuries, looting our countries, knowing that it's going to collapse and they're positioning themselves to be ready when it collapses into the system they are building. 
The only ones that don't know are you. It's a conspiracy thing. Is it? Is it? You can play that as much as you want. I'm telling you, these are the robbers. These are the guys that have been hiding in the hills. These are the ones that are stealing you blind. It's the golden goose. It will never. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're going to chop the head off the golden goose. And when they actually start to get out of dollars, these countries are already selling their dollars, but it hasn't really started yet. As they start to get rid of their dollars, what happens to those dollars? They're no longer in somebody's vault. They are now pouring in from all over the country, which makes our inflation even higher. You'll have to have a way out. I mean, (gasps) hey, what a coincidence. We have the central bank digital currencies being approved right now all over the Western world. The IMF has been working on a basket of currencies for a while now, just in case the U.S. dollar would ever collapse. Whoo! Good thing they've done that just recently when one of them must have figured out that, oh, all the things they've been telling us is not true. And so somebody like at two o'clock yesterday was like, hey, I know it's Sunday, but I just figured something out. We should do something. Yeah, they've been planning this for a long, long, long time. Okay. I want you to listen to Brandon Smith. 2017, he said, I published an article, The Saudi Coup Signals War and the New World Order Reset. I noted at the time that the sudden power shift over to the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, indicated a change in Saudi Arabia's relationship to the U.S. To understand how drastic this coup has been, consider this. For decades, Saudi kings maintained political balance by doing uh, by doling out vital power positions to separate, carefully chosen successors. Positions such as the defense minister, the interior ministry, the head of the National Guard. But today, Mohammed bin Salman controls all three positions. Foreign policy, defense matters, oil and economic decisions and social changes are all in the hands of one man. So who backed this? Well, it was backed by the Public Investment Fund, a fund comprised of trillions of dollars. Where did that come? From globalists. Goldman Sachs, Blackstone, BlackRock. The head of the Saudis now fell into favor, favor with the globalists for one reason. He openly supports vision for 2030. What is the vision for 2030? Oh, the vision for 2030, that, that's the World Economic Forum. That's the UN. That's, that's, that's the Great Reset. We're going to get off all of these carbon uh, fuels, these fossil fuels, 
and we're going to have carbon controls. Wait, Glenn, that is the, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's Saudi Arabia. Why would they ever do that? Because the Saudis have been given access to ESG-like funding, as well as access to AI advancements, the so-called digital economy. Hmm. So the Saudi elites are willing to dump the dollar and even oil for access to a reimagined economy, a reimagined world. Fantastic. Fantastic. Here's the thing. Saudi Arabia has jumped on this bandwagon. China has bumped, uh, has jumped on this bandwagon. When this really starts to kick in, our economy, uh, well, let me just put it this way. We outsource our inflation, okay? Because everybody else is running on dollars that they have to buy from us. Um, their inflation goes up because of what we do. So I think I told you this in 2009. The rest of the world's going to hate America. If this ever comes really out and everybody really knows, there's a couple of heads on the chopping block. One, America. That's just over. Because we've destroyed our choices to just spend and spend and spend and spend and spend. Our choices are going to be used against us by foreign leaders who can't keep their people in control and need a villain, and it will be the United States. Then, on top of that, uh, you have the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum, which has orchestrated a lot of this. The Federal Reserve. What happens when the Federal Reserve raises interest rates because they got to suck all that money back in. Uh, and yet we don't stop spending. Hmm. That's going to be a problem, don't you think? And we're going to have to start spending because things like Social Security. It's on the brink of collapse. When is somebody going to stand up? A politician. A real leader. I mean, I'm going to be 59 in a couple of weeks. 59. I can't believe it. I don't know what happened. But all of a sudden, I'm 59 years old. I've known my whole life. I'm not getting Social Security. If I get Social Security, it's going to be worthless. It's going to be worthless. I've known this my whole life. Okay. Why is it short? Because at one point, we had enough people working that could pay for the older people, okay? We used to have a bunch of young people working, and they all contributed to the Social Security. I think it was like 16 to 1. So 16 people were working, and they, their portion of their Social Security would go to the 1. It's now 2.5 to 1, how are you going to keep that up, especially when people start losing their jobs? How are you going to do that? The, 
the most logical thing to do right now is to begin telling everyone when you hit 65, you got to keep working. Unless there is, you know, if you're if you're 65 and you're getting it, you're 65 and you're getting it. But you got to keep working. And if you're 60, you get half. Now, this is going to be a real problem because I paid Social Security my whole life. Why don't I get it? Because it doesn't work. I fought against it, but we could never get it changed. Okay. So for the next 15 years, 20 years, whatever it is, but it has to change. And people who are 59 need to understand you got to work until 72. I don't want to work until I'm 72, but I'll work until I'm 72 or 75. Social Security was designed at a time when the average guy who was the main worker died at 62. It was rare that you made it to 65. So maybe if you want to go back to that, maybe you're working until you're 80 now. But nobody will touch that because no one is telling you the truth. No one will tell you how bad things are, but you know how bad things are. Do you know 25% of all millennials right now have their rent paid by mom and dad? 25% has their rent paid by mom and dad. But there's more. 60 seconds. If you haven't suffered from frequent agonizing pain, you don't understand what it's like. Um, And if you think managing pain means the equivalent of shaking a magic wand over it and poof, it's gone. That's not true. The truth is pain is difficult to manage, especially every single day. A lot of the things that we take to manage pain either don't work or have some sort of drug in them makes you feel crazy all day. We got to stop with all of this stuff. If you or somebody you love are dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors and has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. So give it a shot. You don't really have much to lose except your pain. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's trial pack. Try it now. 70% of the people who order it go on to order more. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. Relieffactor.com. 800 for relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, so there's a new poll out. This is a story in The Blaze today. Poll measured how many millennials are getting their bills paid by their parents. One-fourth of uh, millennials get their uh, parents to either pay the rent or help pay the rent. Um, Another one uh, is 19%. 19% of all adults say their parents pay their rent in another poll. Another 19% of adults say their parents pay for their groceries. 16% say their parents pay for the utilities. 39% of millennials struggle to find information and other resources to help with their finances. Now, 69% of respondents in the Northeast say they earn money by helping their neighbors. 
only 43% say the same in the Southeast. I'm wondering if that's because people just help their neighbors. Uh, 85% of respondents see themselves as financially responsible when it comes to things like credit scores and savings, but 50% of them struggle with unnecessary spending and unbudgeted expenses. 40% struggle to remember to pay the bills on time. To remember to pay the bills on time. Not do you struggle to pay your bills on time. Do you struggle to remember to pay your... When I... I remember when I was, you know, the age of a millennial, that was the scariest time of the month. I remembered it was constantly there in my back of my mind. Oh, my gosh. How am I going to make it? How am I going to make it? How am I going to make it? I didn't struggle to remember it. But there is also something else that is coming. Okay, so we have Social Security. It's collapsing. Nobody's going to do anything about it. Okay, because it's all always framed as Freak out, freak out. We're all going to die. We're killing grandma. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's not going to happen. Americans care. We have, we have, I believe, stopped caring as much because the government has just, I think, destroyed so much of our responsibility that we just think, well, somebody's going to take care of it. No, we're supposed to take care of our elderly. We're supposed to be taking care of the widow. We're supposed to be doing these things. Social Security is collapsing. Then you find that millennials are not finding jobs. Then the last piece, the perfect storm. More Americans cannot afford their car payments today than during the peak of the financial crisis of 08. Now, what's happening with that? I'll give that to you. Coming up in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, so what's your gift for that special lady this Valentine's Day? Have any ideas yet? How about taking 10 to 15 years off her appearance with GenuCell's skincare and their most popular package? Right now, every most popular package is 70% off, and it includes the next breakthrough in skincare technology, GenuCell's probiotic moisturizer, absolutely free. The ingredients that are found in yogurt of all places can have the same nourishing benefits and goodness for your skin. Probiotic extracts uh, target the bad bacteria on the surface of your skin to restore balance to your skin's microbiome for a noticeably clearer complexion and visibly younger appearance. You can see the fine lines, the wrinkles, the dark spots, the sagging jawlines, even the bags and puffiness disappear right before your eyes thanks to GenuCell. And uh, there's no risk here. They'll give you your money back if you don't see the effects immediately uh, results in under 12 hours guaranteed or your money back go to genucell.com slash back genucell.com slash back right now for the first time ever every order at genucell.com from now till valentine's day includes a beauty box with two luxury gifts yours free order now you've only got a couple weeks genucell.com slash back it's g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com slash back hey 
Make sure you join us at Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Welcome to the... uh, Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I, uh, I want to talk to you about what is coming, what you need to prepare for so you can change the way you spend money. And let me give you some information that will help you understand um, how to navigate and know what is real or what is not. You keep hearing that, um, that you know, credit cards are going gangbusters and everybody's fine and you know the default rate blah 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 you're hearing a lot of that and a lot of that will be based on american express why should you not look at the stats of american express do you know Stu? Hmm, no american express is one that demands that you pay it off so generally speaking it is people who have more money that will carry an american express but more importantly, American Express, your FICA score is between 40 and 60, per, uh, 60 points higher to be able to get uh, just a regular green card American Express mm-hmm. over Discover or Capital One. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're, you're not looking at the riskiest ones. Right. Okay. Um, and when you look at the riskiest ones, Capital One, They've been taking, you know, sub subprime borrowers, people who are living on the edge and living on their credit card. Those are Discover cards and uh, and Capital One cards, generally speaking. Well, uh, Capital One is turning off the spigot of the credit uh, in a lot of places. They've just begun doing this. They've their loss is up year over year. One point four billion dollars. They've just had to write off this year, okay, because people failed. Uh, Their charge-offs for both of them have gone from one and a half percentage points to four percentage points. And we're in an economy that our leaders are telling us is good. It's healthy. It's growing. It's wonderful. What did Biden say about it? It's uh, oh God, what was it? It was a half swear. I can't remember what it was. Smart as hell. That's what it was. Or, 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 or strong as hell. Strong, strong as, as hell. hell. That's this economy strong as hell. If this is strong as hell, who is it strong as hell for? You know the answer to that. The rich. It is getting harder and harder for the people at the bottom end. You will have nothing and you'll be happy is the promise from the World Economic Forum. By 2030, you will be happy owning nothing. Now, I don't know how that is possible in a society set up around ownership. The reason why ownership is so important in America is because that's the way you can hold on to wealth, grow wealth, by buying your own home, not your car, But by buying assets and owning things that increase in value, that's how we have lifted the the poor class into the middle class and the middle class into an upper class. 
That is unique and really, truly very American. Ownership. But you take that ownership. How are you going to save money? How are you going to grow money? Okay. Now let me take you to the cars. People, just a few years ago, if you went to buy a used car, it was seven to $15,000 average, okay? It is now twenty to $25,000 for a used car. What's changed? Well, the uh, Wuhan virus changed everything. That collapsed the supply chain. You can't get the supply chain back on track, okay? So we're still short cars that makes your used car more expensive so that's why you've gone from at the top fifteen thousand dollars to now twenty five thousand the top of average okay it's gone up ten grand has your salary gone up has your savings gone up has your i mean with inflation that's real dollars that's not inflation that's real dollars. Inflation is on top of that. Why are we paying so much money for everything? Well, one of the reasons is we're no longer leading the world. We are intentionally hobbling ourselves with oil and gas prices. They're not refilling the strategic oil reserve because President Biden says it's still too high. Well, you know what? You may be in a war that you are creating right now, President Biden. What do you say? You bite the bullet because you don't seem to have a problem spending money everywhere else and fill our national strategic supply back up. We're intentionally shooting our feet. So gas prices go up. Which makes people think, okay, well, they're getting rid of the electric. They're getting rid of the gas car. Everybody's going to electric. Maybe I should buy an electric car. Well, electric cars are expensive. They're new and expensive. Okay, plus your energy costs are going up. The more you build, the more people buy electric cars. The higher your energy price. The higher your electricity bill. Who's paying for that? How do I afford that on top of my brand new car? You can't. And if you could afford a new car, you're paying full sticker, if not above. And you know what? I have to buy something. So I'll buy a used car at an unbelievable price. Now, Let's look at the price to borrow the money for that car. <sighs> okay, so on average, we have gone from 3.6 as your rate to uh, borrow money for a car, 3.6. Hmm. The average now is 6.8, okay? That's a lot of money over the lifetime. Just in the last year, that's an additional $2,000 that you have to pay for your car. But that's if you have good credit. If you're subprime, subprime is as high as, tw with insurance, 
26%. Uh, that's loan shark stuff. That's you'll never, ever, ever pay for that car. You'll never get out of that. So what are you going to do? So now people are losing their cars because our repossession of cars is now higher than it was at the peak of the financial crisis of 08. And we're in an economy that is strong as hell. It's not working for the average person. I hate trickle-down econ- uh, economics. It's clear you do, because nothing's trickling down. Have you noticed that? Nothing is trickling down. Because you're not giving any incentives for people to invest in anything. You are dictating what technologies and everything else that you're going to invest in as the United States government. And you're going to have and tell the banks what they should invest in. The rest of us are holding on going, I don't know what's coming tomorrow. And we're already doing that because of technology. We have no idea what technology is going to do to any of our jobs. So do I invest in a new factory? Do I wait for a couple of years? There's no incentive to build a factory here. I don't know what the energy costs are going to be. So there is no trickle down. This is society without trickle down. The rich just keep getting richer and you're not seeing any of it. None of it. So here's the thing that I I want you to be prepared for. And that is uh, helping each other out. Being prepared with your food with your energy don't go out and blow your money on uh stupid stuff don't everything that they are telling you in the media that we're strong as hell is not true have you heard anyone talk about saudi arabia getting rid of the petrodollar have you seen that anywhere Stu? no okay how could that possibly be how can the Saudi say, yeah, we'll, we'll take any kind of money. That is the United States of America going off of the gold standard. We replaced gold with the petrodollar. We said our dollar is the only way you can buy oil. And that's what kept the dollar sound. Well, now, wait a minute. If that's no longer true, what's keeping our dollar sound? And why hasn't there been any discussion of this? Why isn't anyone talking about something that is going to affect you, your future, your children, your debt, your job, your medicine? Everything is going to be affected by that. And yet nobody's told you anything about it. I just find it curious that the leaders of expense are the things that the Great Reset is trying to get rid of. Car, we're the fortune. 
if he hadn't have emptied our strategic oil reserve, fuel would be through the roof, just like it is everywhere else. Meat, you know, they don't want you eating meat. Have you seen? It's going to go up another 15% this year. Have you heard that stat? Chicken, God help us with chicken. Did you see what happened in Connecticut this weekend? One of the bigger chicken producers burned to the ground. 100,000 chickens gone. What's that going to do to the price of chicken? All of the things that they say they want to eliminate or change, all of those things going through the roof. Can't get fertilizer. Can't get fertilizer. Why? Well, Russia makes most of the fertilizer that we would use. Oh, okay, so let's go pick a war with Russia. And I want to talk to you about the war with Russia. Because that's another thing that doesn't make sense. Batten down the hatches. Do your own homework. Look at where do you have your dollars if you have anything. Uh, by the way, next hour, we're going to tell you a little bit about what the president has done for your investment funds. This is going to directly hurt your retirement funds. And there are 25 states that are fighting back. We'll talk about that coming up. Right now, navigating the housing market seems a little more stable than it has been in a while. Interest rates have fallen just a little bit. Um, they're a little more stable for the moment. If you need to sell your house, this might be the right time to sell your house. Um, if you if you have to move or you're looking to you know upgrade or downsize even, I recommend that you seek help from the experts. Get in touch with top-notch real estate agents. Um, I started a company about eight years ago or so, and it was really to scratch an itch that was personal to me. I've had so many dealings with real estate agents, and I never know who the good ones are or not. I was doing um, uh, work with the 500 best real estate agents in the country, as uh, called by the New York, or, sorry, the uh, Wall Street Journal, and I got to know them. And in knowing them, I found out there's a pattern. There's a reason why these guys are the best. These guys and women, they are the best because they apply best principles and and then also new things like they spend an enormous amount of money on getting people to view their websites. Uh, and so there's traffic there all the time. Well, when I started putting all these things together, I thought, you know, nobody knows this. Why don't we just start vetting real estate agents and then telling people who they are for free? It's realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll, we'll turn you on to the person we think is the best in your area, and you don't have to pay, pay anything. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're, we're so glad that you're here. Um, we were just talking about Stu and a friend of ours, uh, Dan Andros, who used to write for the program, 
uh, and now has like, I don't, I don't even know. He's like a chicken guy. <laughs> He's the one of those guys that in a normal suburban neighborhood who's just got a bunch of chickens in his backyard. And I, I of him, of all people, I mean, we grew up on, I, you know, as one of, one of my best friends since I was a little kid and we grew up in you know, going to get hostess products for most meals. Like right. that's pretty yeah, much right. where yeah. we were at, you know, food bag, the grocery store, the uh, convenience store basically every day. Yeah. We had a private chef growing up, uh, Boyardee. Oh yeah. He oh, was he's really, really good. good. Really yeah, good. You'd make the spaghetti, but it was like in little, little circles. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so the fact that he's doing that and I was thinking to myself, this guy's got to be cleaning up right now. Eggs are like $500 a dozen. <laughs> I know. This is like he's got a money printing machine in his backyard. I hope he's just flipping these things for massive profit. I hope I I hope he's making more on eggs than you do on Super Bowl tickets right now. You might soon. <laughs> you might soon. You soon. might soon. You will. Oh, he will be. Uh, you know, it's weird. It's so it's such a foreign concept to most people. I grew up around a farm. In the summer, we would live with my grandma and grandpa. They had a farm, and it it's not, you know, we'd go gather the eggs. You know, most people from the city is like, did they just poop that out? <laughs> well, no, not exactly. But, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a it's, weird process. I'd rather not think about it. That's, yeah. that's what I'd... That's, I'd rather think about it than eat bugs. I, <laughs> I don't know. Would I would rather really? have... Actually, have to do the work or just go straight cricket powder. I don't know. I have to think about that one. How does it wow, mix with yogurt? Back program. read something uh, from Stolen Youth. The kids are not alright. The left is waging an all-out battle on the American family, particularly the youngest members. If they can make our children miserable, lead them to question every building block of society and rebuild their entire concept of reality, then the left and their woke indoctrinators will consider that a victory. We can't let them win. As concerned parents and American citizens, we have to understand what is truly going on before we can do something about it. Stolen Youth provides an urgent deep dive into issues surrounding the current woke indoctrination happening in politics, in education, in medicine, in mental health, in entertainment, and all of culture. They may seem subtle, insidious, and hard to make sense of, but armed with the information, we can have a framework from which to fight. This was written by a woman named Carol uh, that starts with a K. Her name is Carol Markowitz. The reason why the K stuck out is because that sounds awfully Soviet block. 
to start Carol with a K. Well, she used to come, or she came from, grew up in the former Soviet Union. She's now a parent here and a journalist at the New York Post. She's written a killer new book. The pre-sales begin today. I wanted you to know about it early. Carol Markowitz joins us in 60 seconds. Here's a fun fact to keep you awake at night. If you're one of the people it applies to, guess guess what the average American's credit card expense rate is. Yeah, yeah, the average, 21%. 21% for the average interest rate on your credit card. This is real, real trouble. If you have any equity in your home, I urge you to pay off those high interest credit card debt. Get, get them under control. Get them, what, what is it, probably about 5 6% now you could get your credit cards down to if you roll it into your home loan. You're going to save about 700 bucks a month. You're also going to be able to uh, skip up to two mortgage payments or delay them uh, so you can have additional savings for a couple of months. This is a really solid way to get your finances under control and get ahead of some of this mess. It's American Financing. They're waiting for your call now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Carol Markowitz joins us now. She is the co-author of a Stolen Youth, and she is also a New York Post columnist. Um, Carol, as a, as a parent of four children... Uh, and as a typical, I think, American, I am overwhelmed with what my kids are bringing back from school and what they're having to deal with everywhere. And I don't even know where to start. Hi, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, that's the real you know, problem with what's happening around us is that it's coming at them from every direction. It's actually not just schools. It's happening in their pediatrician's office and in their library and in on their television, obviously. And so many different ways the kids are being indoctrinated. And so in this book, we lay out all the different examples of how this is happening and what we can do about it. Um, I, I, I know you're very into history, and so we start out with a historical chapter of how this isn't the first time in history that kids have been targeted in this way. Totalitarian systems throughout history have first started with the kids. And you mentioned I was born in the Soviet Union. I came to the U.S. as a small child, but I you know, was raised with the idea of this can happen at any moment, and now it's happening. So, so Carol, you know what's frightening is you don't know who to trust and now i'm getting to the point to where i'm talking to doctors and i don't necessarily trust them i talk to you know psychologists child psychologists and i really my my radar is just way up (laughs) and you don't know who to trust and even if you speak frankly a lot of times they're not speaking frankly back to you Yeah, well, that's, you know, it's going to be an uphill climb because we've allowed this to fester in our society for so long and so much of it went unchecked. And look, I blame myself, you know, just as much as anybody else. I know that there have been moments in my life where I didn't fight the way I should have for the sanity that I now, you know, demand. Um, And so I think parents need to understand that this is going to be a fight. The last word in our book is fight. 
because it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be simple and it's not going to be fast. It's going to take a while. Um, you mentioned psychologists. Kids are in this, um, you know, real uh, anxiety moment where they're taught like that the world is going to end at any moment and right. that they have to do something about it. And the psychologists are so responsible for this. I, I have to tell you, I, I would, I've thought about my kids and what they're going through and what they face. And mm-hmm. I think every time I end up the same place, I cannot imagine being a child today. There is yeah. the world is going to end because of, you know, climate catastrophe. Right. <laughs> um, uh-huh. You know, we're going to have to eat bugs. And there is no male or female. There's no gender. There's no truth. That's it. Yeah. There is no God. It is the most depressing uh, future you could possibly think of. And then on top of it, there's no two plus two. So there's no right. real math. There's nothing that you can turn to. Right. So you've, you've just, you know, addressed everything that we talk about in the book and especially the two plus two equals five and the rest of it. Um, but, you know, there is hope. And the hope that I want to explain to people is that if you come from a totalitarian society like I did, you, you couldn't even in your home protect your children. You couldn't tell them the truth in your home because you risk their lives. We don't, we're not there yet in America. We are still at the place where you can protect your kids in the home. You can give, give them the truth in your home. And you can make them the kind of resilient adults that you want them to be. That this isn't just, yes, all of these different you know, outlets are coming for your kids, but you are the last line of defense. And that line, last line of, of defense still exists in America. So I was uh, teaching a class um, over the weekend, and... Um I was I was talking about what's inside your bubble, what's outside of your bubble, and it used to be framed mm-hmm. by your house. You know, it was your family rules, mom and dad, and it wasn't it wasn't this way in everybody's house that it was good influence, but generally speaking, the outside uh, only came in through friends. Even television was, you know, and radio was not what it is now. Um, right. Everything is in our house. And I think most parents feel like I am swinging as hard as I can, but I don't even know what I'm swinging against. And I'm having to swing against everything. And they feel very alone and 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 they don't know what to do. So where do we even start? So. You know, there are a lot of places you can start, but obviously school is a major one. So for people on, you know, who are conservatives, um, we've been pushing for school choice for, you know, forever. And now it's sort of taking hold and it's really catching fire in the last few years after parents really saw what was going on in the schools when the schools closed for COVID. Hold on just so, a second. Just a note, yeah. uh, just a note for Texas uh, uh, voters. You voted in Republicans, but they gave the school board to the Democrats, you know, for fairness. Yeah. So you're not going to have free schools here. You're not going to be able to have school choice here. That's Texas Republicans for you. Anyway, go ahead. Unacceptable. Yeah, completely unacceptable. Our family moved to Florida very publicly in the last year. I'm a New York Post columnist, so it was a news story. And I'm a, a lifelong New Yorker. I love this. You know, I really mm-hmm. love New York. And we moved to Florida to get our kids away from the wokeness that was attacking them from every angle. So it might involve moving. It might even involve, you know, maybe not moving to another state, but maybe switching schools, maybe finding a new community. And it's something that we have to act on. I know it sounds hard and for some people maybe impossible, but 
whatever you can do to get your kids out of this insanity that has gripped our culture, I think parents need to do it. I think people that don't see the trans, you know, um, uh, gendered person in the library or something like that, if it's not really super obvious, they think their kids are safe. If, if parents are living in cities, they know that this is happening. I wanted, Before we left New York, I would say half, maybe three quarters of my 12-year-old friends were trans. I mean, you know, they weren't really trans, but they, were, they, they would declare themselves non-binary. They would, you know, say that they felt that they were not the right gender. And this became a popular contagion. And it's happening in every city. I hear this from parents all the time. It's happening less in smaller places. It's happening less in, you know, suburbs or rural areas, but the contagion is coming. I don't want anybody to feel like they're safe. So until we can beat this back everywhere, no one should stop fighting. Okay. So you start in the schools. What's next? Well, a lot of the ideas that we, we have, we fund, for example, libraries that have events that we completely would not support um, that we cannot accept for our kids. I mean, drag queen story hour and, and various things like that. There's no reason we should be funding it. Take it to your local politicians, have them stop funding these kinds of events. Um, pediatrician's office, you, you know, yes, the majority of them are going to be woke, but you have to do your research and you have to talk to them. And if they don't know what a woman is, then they're not the pediatrician for you. So if you go into your pediatrician, and you yeah. you just ask them that because if I ask them yeah. that they know exactly That's an easy what start. <laughs> <laughs> they know. But I I did say to a child psychiatrist or psychologist just recently, mm-hmm. tell me about uh, genders, and yeah. she just looked at me and she said, "What do you What do you want to know about genders?" And I said, <laughs> "Are there eighty plus genders?" She said, "There are two. and I was fi- I thought that answered it. Is that far <laughs> enough? That's what you want to hear. Yes, okay. you want to hear that there are two genders. If they're not sure about that, then they're not the doctor for you. And right. again, I know this is hard. I, 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 I admit in the book that I haven't always stood up for things the way I wanted to. Uh, one example that I give is my son um, switched schools in first grade and his new school had the climate march. And he was, you know, new at the school, and uh, I, I just, I wanted to pull him out of it, but I, I didn't. And so my little one first grader marched around with a sign that says, "Earth dies, we die." But at home, oh I, I explained to him that this, this fear makes no sense. And if you look at the, you know, the fears that they're being instilled by. Um, these environmental activists, you can see that these activists live a very lavish and unconcerned life. So don't worry about the the earth, right. you know, dying. So I, I didn't do what I needed to do, which was pull him out of there. And I would never make that mistake again. But, you know, you learn from these errors, you move forward. And it, most importantly, you enforce the ideas at home. So, uh, uh, Carol, I, I, I want to push you on this a, a little bit because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I used to think as long as you can uh, do it at home and really instill it in home, that really does help. But yeah, it, it's it's not enough if you and your wife are the only ones really saying this because the rest of the culture, everything right. they see says mom and dad are stupid and old. <laughs> yes. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's why, again, I think that you have to 
form community. You have to find like-minded people. We're social creatures. We need each other. It's not, you can't just retreat into your own family and expect everything to be okay and that your kids are not going to be influenced by the outside. They are. That's why, again, when half my daughter's friends decided they were trans, we didn't ignore it. We didn't pretend it wasn't happening. We discussed with her how it, that sometimes, you know, people feel uncomfortable in their bodies as they approach puberty and how that might lead to them, you know, getting involved in something that they don't actually believe. So you have to be kind of, well, so my, my co-author and I, Bethany Mendel and I, we have different approaches to this and we discuss both approaches in the book. Bethany homeschools her children. I send mine to public school. And the idea that, you know, for me, my kids are out in the world. So when they are at home, I reinforce everything that we believe. She protects her kids from the outside influences as much as she can. But obviously, as we mentioned in the book, this is coming from every direction. It's not just schools. So you can only do so much. So we both have different approaches to this, but both approaches involve reinforcing in the home what your family believes. Uh, I want to uh, change subjects on a couple of things. I want to go back to the Soviet Union, but I also want to talk to you about mental health and what is happening with our kids, how this is all affecting them. Uh, In just a minute, we're talking to Carol Markowitz. She is the author of Stolen Youth. It's uh, up on Amazon today. Go get it. It is Amazon.com. Stolen Youth by Carol Markowitz. Um, All right. If it is important for somebody like Jordan Peterson to be uh, out there, why? And why is he so controversial? He's controversial because... Unbelievably, he says things like clean your room, stand up straight, put your house in order, that stuff that that helps our children make sense of the world. It helps us make sense of the world. There is an order to the world. Well, they've taken the Tuttle twins have taken Jordan Peterson's um, values and put them in the 12 rules boot camp with the Tuttle twins. So his 12 Rules for Life becomes a book, uh, a book from the Tuttle Twins uh, about a boot camp. Everything that you need your kids to see and learn are available here from Jordan Peterson with the Tuttle Twins. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. To get the book, uh, all you have to do is uh, go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. It's free for the next few days until the extra copies run out. You just will pay for shipping, but do it now. Go there and get Tuttle Twins and the 12 Rules Boot Camp while supplies last. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10-second station ID. Carol Markowitz, Stolen Youth is the name of the book. Uh, Can we talk a little bit about suicide? Do you address this in the book? We only address it in terms of how it's used to shut down the transgender debate and how there's this pretense that if we don't confirm that a girl is actually a boy or, you know, some other new identity, they'll commit suicide. And therapists pressure parents into, uh, into doing what they want them to do because they will say, if you don't, if you don't reinforce this, your child's gender, which is not the gender they were born with, then they'll kill themselves. And of course, parents will do whatever it takes not, for that not to happen. Yes. We would do everything within reason and within truth. Yes. Um, the, um, uh, do you have any thoughts on 
why suicide is going through the roof. I mean, you're looking at this. My feeling is it's just that nothing has any meaning anymore. Nothing is real or worthy, and there is no reward for merit. Yeah. The merit thing is huge. I think that moving away from merit is just part of the woke system. It's It says that we're all the same and we're all average and there's no you know difference between any of us and you shouldn't try the suicide thing i think that and i think we'll you know we'll be learning about this for years but i think the pandemic responses had so oh, much yeah. to do with our suicide rates i mean they uh, emergencies rose by i think 25% um mental health emergencies among children 5 mm. to 11 and even more by kids 12 to 17 i think it's in the 30s um and they just the suicide um, attempts during that time period between March and October of 2020, when all the kids were inside their homes, not allowed out in places like New York, where that extended, you know, for months and months, even beyond that. I think we really did damage. And the idea that we could just shut down our world and everybody will be okay. We know that that's not true. And we'll be facing the repercussions of what we did. There's a chapter in our book about COVID, even though obviously as we move past COVID and we the restrictions move into the you know rear view mirror, the, the impulse is just to forget about it. But yeah. we can't forget about it. Something horrible was done to our children mm-hmm. and we can't let it go. We, ha- we need... We need to have accountability. Talking to Carol Markowitz, she's the co-author of the book, Stolen Youth. It's a guide for parents so you know what you're dealing with and how to fight it. Um, Let me take you back to the Soviet Union. We've only got a couple of minutes. Tell me about your grandfather. So my great-grandfather, Aaron Gelberg, died in a gulag in uh, the Soviet Union, uh, all the way in the east by Japan. And he was arrested for the crime of owning a bakery and for you know, having a business at a time where that became illegal, the lines just shifted out from under him. And I write about all the people that were there for saying the wrong thing, not saying the right thing strongly enough, and how that conformity, it's coming here. We we feel it, we see it. So much of the COVID response, for example, was dictated by that conformity. You weren't allowed to speak out. You were crazy. You were a heretic. You were, you know, you, you were somebody that couldn't be trusted if you did not say the exact same things that everybody else was saying. So we need to be really careful about this conformity that's coming to our shores. It, it began in other places. We might not be a totalitarian system yet, but it's, it's happening. Yeah. Carol, thank you so much. Your articles you in the so much, New York uh, Post, your, your columns are just fantastic, and I, I wish you the best. Thank you for fighting. Thank you so much. Thank you. You bet. Carol Markowitz, uh, Stolen Youth is the uh, name of the book. You know, I just um, I watched this weekend, because I'm just a ball of fun, uh, I watched uh, The Crucible. And it was an old, like, 1980s television production. It was actually really good. But uh, it's amazing. You know, that was that was written during the Red Scare and the Committee for Un-American Activities. And it was a warning. It was about the Salem witch trials. And I'll tell you, the last, the last half of that is, is so clearly... Uh, adaptable to today just as it was in the 1950s and if they weren't conspiracy theories the theorists to worry about it in the 1950s how come they're calling us conspiracy theorists to worry about an out-of-control government today the glenn back program
Uh, if you're like pretty much everyone else out there, you probably you probably like just to always be able to get out of your car, start the engine and go on your merry way and uh, turn the car off. And you don't think about it. any And you don't worry about the repairs. Unfortunately, your car definitely has other plans in mind. And when that happens. If you are out of warranty, you're on the hook for possibly thousands of dollars. CarShield is a company that offers affordable plans that will fit your budget. And um, you're going to come a time when, you're, when your car goes out on the side of the road and they've got you covered with the coast-to-coast roadside, the rental car options, the trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Um, plus, they'll be there to write the check for the costly repairs when they're finally at hand. They write the check. You don't have to write it and then wait for a reimbursement. You pick the person. They take care of it from there. It's Car Shield. Call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% now. Use the promo code BECK. CarShield.com slash BECK. CarShield.com slash BECK. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. So in uh, New Hampshire and South Carolina, President Trump gave a speech. He said, we need a fighter who can stand up to the left, who can stand up to the swamp, who can stand up to the media and stand up to the deep state. He's absolutely right. And he has proven himself to be that guy. He said, am I allowed to stand up to the rhinos? Absolutely. I think that's what people need to stand up to the globalists in China, to stand up for America. And that's what we do. We stand up for America. We need a president who could take on the whole system and a president that can win. Together, we will complete the unfinished business of making America great again. So, and he did say, this campaign is going to be about the future. This is going to be about the issues. Fantastic. He said, border control, drug crisis, the economy. Um, Joe Biden has put us on a fast track to ruin and destruction. And we will ensure he does not receive four more years. Um, I think that's a great message, and I'm glad to see that it didn't get bogged down in the past. And in fact, he said we're we're moving towards the the future. Now, I saw a poll, and I think this number is wrong. Um, they asked, "Are you?" They asked Republicans, "Are you a MAGA Republican, or are you a GOP member?" And it showed 64 percent said MAGA Republican. 35% said GOP. Here's where I think that number is wrong. I don't think MAGA means what the GOP thinks it means. You know what I mean? I think the GOP and the media think that that's just a Donald Trump and I'm going to be with him forever no matter what he does. He could stab somebody in the chest. They're walking across Fifth Avenue and he's not going to jail. I'm for it. He had a reason. That's what I think the press thinks a MAGA Republican is. Mm -hmm. But Donald Trump was just the first MAGA Republican who actually went and did what he said he was going to do. You know, he took these things on and did them. And you know clearly who he's for and who he's uh, against or what he's for and what he's against. And I think 
Like, I would not consider myself a MAGA uh, Republican, even though I support Donald Trump. I wouldn't consider myself a MAGA Republican. I don't consider myself a Republican, really. Uh, and so if they asked me, I would say no, but I would be much more in line with MAGA than the GOP. And I guess it's just because I think MAGA, I think Red Hat. Yeah. And it's n- no. broader than that. I mean, just yeah, it's much broader than that. Just in your your poll, I mean, 64 percent MAGA Republicans, but Trump is not winning 64 percent in primary polls. Right. But I think right. there are still some. I mean, I, I would have answered that neither. How would you have answered that? Yeah, I mean, neither. Neither. I mean, right. I, got, I think like even though I'm of, probably I'm probably in line with the MAGA thing, because I mean, what does MAGA stand for to you? Yeah, because I think at least at the beginning, it was Donald, Donald Trump centric. Right. Correct. And uh, over time, especially when a president is elected, structure builds up around that. I mean, there's right. been attempts to sort of intellectualize that mm-hmm. movement, uh, it's, you know, in certain think tanks and. You know, you have politicians who adopt certain parts of it. I mean, to me, it says now it's it's there's an element. The difference between today's like the MAGA movement and, you know, previous Republican iterations to me seems there's more populism to it. There's hey, hang on. What does that mean to you? uh, I think in this context, I think it means um, it's less maybe about. Like, I think this is, you could see the culture war type stuff in there, right? Like, there's more culture war. There's it's, less, it's like, nerdy tax pop, policy. Yeah, populism is more, I'm against the elites. I'm against, it's not, yes. It's not, it's not I'm against the rich, per se. I'm against those who think they're above everybody else. It's similar to the throw the bums out thing. But, I mean, similar. the Tea Party had that, too. There was an element of populism in the Tea Party, but Correct. it was a totally different basis. Right. That's why, I'm dis- that's why I think the distinction, because you have populism, I think, is part of the distinction. I think nationalism is part of the distinction as well. And, see, you know, all of these things get uh, a bad name. Well, yeah, there's good but, parts and bad parts of them. Right. I mean, nationalism, if it is my country can do no wrong ever, well, then you've got <laughs> right. a problem. Yeah. Um, you know, we are the master race. Kind of goes awry. Mm, yeah. Um, but nationalism <laughs> on let's take care of America first because we yeah. won't be able to take care of anybody else if we're not healthy, I think is absolutely spot on. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's like, these, this is there have always been elements of this inside the Republican Party. I mean, you go back to paleoconservatism, you go back to uh, Pat Buchanan, right? Like that is the same. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Paleoconservatism. Mm-hmm. Is that where conservative dinosaurs? Yes, that's exactly. Eat rhinos? Yes. That's I ex- love that. That's exactly <laughs> okay, what it is. All right, but, okay, yes. go ahead. but I mean, that's the, the Pat Buchanan <laughs> movement, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. very mm-hmm. similar in uh, in in some ways to the the sort of policy prescriptions we see mm-hmm. from you know from the maga movement today um you know you have the libertarian uh section of the republican party right, right, you right. have the sort of um uh, you have the there was a at one point that rockefeller republican thing that was you know oh mitt, i still think that's oh, there yeah, mitt yeah. romney is, is yeah, that mitt romney right? is yeah. that and, and 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 mitch mcconnell is that that's that's the rhino really side yeah that's it, it's more elite and mcconnell's almost more like a straight out establishment right yeah, like yeah. he's kind of in that and you have the the policy wonks right like and, and all these groups grow and shrink like the libertarian move the libertarian part of the republican party was much bigger in 2010 and 2012 mm-hmm. 2014 in that area than i think it is today where this sort of 
the the MAGA movement, uh, the America First, if you want to summarize it that way, has risen and pushed that side down to a smaller percentage. Yeah. See, of I, the GOP. I consider myself more libertarian, but I'm also in with this movement because yep. the MAGA movement is, to me, it is America First, and not in a bad way, yeah. but America First. Uh, it's populist against the, you know, I'm, I'd rather be with the people because I think, you know, it's, it's Jefferson. Trust the people. I'd rather have, I'd better, rather be with the people than all of the intellectuals in, you know, at Harvard combined. I'd rather, I think we'll get more mm-hmm. common sense and better answers from the overall general people. So I don't think there's a wrong, anything wrong with that. That is anti-elitist, but it's only because the elite have become so out of touch with everything. I mean, it is, it's almost, you know, King Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, it's a very bizarre time. But I mean, I think if you look at like the DeSantis Trump thing, uh, where they are obviously the two leaders for the Republican nomination, I think they're both fighting in that MAGA group. Like, oh, yeah, they are. Ron DeSantis was a Tea Party Republican. I mean, mm-hmm. That's how he came in. Mm-hmm. But his, he, and he's been very effective and done a lot of good things and a lot of things I really agree with. Um, but his approach, is, I think, is is much more targeted towards those types of voters. He's competing with Trump voters in that circle. He's not coming with another separate argument. He's no. saying, and he's not saying this outwardly, but he's where Trump kind of is saying, criticizing uh, DeSantis outwardly at this point. But he's the only one in the race. So he's right. got more room for that probably at this point. But DeSantis is, is like, okay, I'm going to do a lot of the things you liked about Donald Trump. I'm going to take out some of the things you didn't like. I'm going to try to do some of the stuff you did like, but do it better or more efficiently. Mm-hmm. That seems to be basically his approach um, where there, there's not a, the, the, the can't like you see, for example, John um, Bolton talking about running <laughs> and he's trying to run right as a totally different thing right yes. he's driving i'm a foreign ho- policy hawkish conservative which- i will make sure your kids <laughs> die in the battlefields <laughs> of russia okay it was, a, it was a weird campaign slogan but I, you know <laughs> right. it, it was too long Thought it, would it work. was just too long, <laughs> too long. That's, that, was, the that was my first criticism um but like he <laughs> you know he's a he's a foreign policy hawk he's coming he's appealing to that group lindsey graham ran this campaign back in 2016 mm. hey no one's talking about foreign policy i'm going to talk about foreign policy someone's got to represent that view that's going to happen, but really, like the bulk of the, I mean, there's two candidates that seem to have any chance of winning. And if you want to go to three or four, you're going to get into people like Ted Cruz, who are also no. competing for those same voters, right? right. There, there's not, you're going to get a Larry Hogan in this race, I'm sure, or a Liz Cheney or somebody like that to go after other groups. There will be candidates to fill those holes, but the MAGA group at 65%. Is it's got to be at least that high because I think it's all higher. of these people are running higher. their campaigns to target those voters. Yeah, I think it's actually higher than that. My point on bringing this in is, you know, that number doesn't include people like me that I'm totally comfortable in the MAGA crowd. It's just something in me, my head. If I were asked that, I wouldn't first identify myself as that. Yeah. But if I think about it, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement with everything. So, yeah, I guess I would be. How would you identify yourself other than a woman? Well, currently, I am a woman. I'm a strong woman. A strong woman. I'm a strong woman. But, but you're, you're but a strong. a fat woman. Yeah. No, a a fat strong, woman. fat woman. Fat, yes, okay. okay. Other than strong, fat, fat. woman, how would you identify yourself? <laughs> uh... <laughs> A uh, 
constitutionalist. Yeah, Mm. Bill of Rights constitutionalist. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if if uh, if this didn't have such a bad name, I would consider myself a uh, classic liberal. Classical liberal, yeah. Classical liberal, because yeah. classical liberal is pretty, pretty, pretty much, uh, you know, a libertarian. Just similar to a libertarian. Yeah, very, very similar. It just, it just really revolves around the Bill of Rights, and I am all about the Bill of Rights. And I think like that divide right now is probably best uh, discussed in the big tech world, right? Where you have the libertarian classic classical liberal libertarian approach would be like these are private companies they get to do what they do and if yeah, you don't like that. it right and i think <laughs> that's the split though I, that's why i don't think you're exactly that at this no i know that's why but yeah. that's why i don't consider myself a maga but i also do right you know what i mean because i don't i don't think i fit in into anything and I think that's actually healthy. I don't think we should be in anybody's club. Yeah. And I think the debate is healthy, too. Like, a lot of my friends on the right who will come a lot of times and we'll be talking about this. I'm really, really uncomfortable with the government being involved in private companies. I, I, I don't like it. I want to avoid it at all costs. I guess my, my most comfortable way of stating it is it's the last resort. Right? Like, I just don't want to do it if I can help it. And, and you can get away with not doing it. That's just my, my way of looking at it. I think the, the movement right now is in a different place on that, where they are want to be much more aggressive and look at the idea of staying out of everybody's business as sort of a, 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 a an experiment that went awry and didn't work. And I can under look. There's reasons. There's good arguments, and these are you know, my friends. They're smart. They, they and they, they they have a good uh, a good argument on some of the stuff. And I think like that balance is the most interesting part of conservatism right now. That debate of where that line lands. Because I think everybody on the right, even people who are much more aggressive than I am using government power to solve these problems, are really uncomfortable doing it. They don't want to go that way. They just feel like there's no other choice right now. And, and finding where that line is, is going to, it's going to probably well, set this era in, in history. I will tell you that the government being involved in things has a very bad track record. Mm-hmm. Usually you could be like, whoa. The highway system in the military. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, how about the success of the United States prior to, you know, 18, you know, 65. Every, you know, for uh, giving the benefit of the doubt for everybody's like, you know, Lincoln. Lincoln, he was a bastard. He took us out of Whatever. <laughs> that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty far down that road. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> far down guy, that road. You're, okay. you're far. But everything that this country built the government was not involved with for the most part. That's a pretty damn good track record. You know, I, and I dare I say it, even better than the highway system wow. and the Department of Defense. And, and I think that middle ground is something you've been talking about an awful lot. You talk about it a ton in, in your book, The Great Reset, which is this public-private partnership. Dangerous. Where it's not law. They don't have to use the law. Mm-mm. They they're redefining terms. They're it's, working together. There's pressure on both sides, and that is where this line gets muddy and it's difficult to manage. Everybody needs to understand on both sides. Big pharma and COVID. That is your public-private partnership. Want more of it? <laughs> no thanks. Several of America's largest banks are teaming up to create a digital wallet to compete with Apple Pay. It's being run uh, by Early Warning Services, which definitely doesn't sound shady at all. And I mean, honestly, 
Um, you should look at them and uh, use that as your early warning. The project involves Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, each fined billions of dollars a year for allegedly ripping consumers off. They're testing digital wallets, but they already own companies that provide these services. So why would they need to create another one, a new digital wallet, when those products already exist? Or maybe it's just further control of the flow of your money and to digitize the U.S. dollar. Maybe they don't want to be counted out and have all banking done by the Fed. Plausible? Possible? Take control of your money and consider precious metals. Spread your risk out. The dollar is going to go away. Please spread it out. Look at gold and silver and see if it's right for you. Goldline is offering a huge special on their newest quarter ounce 99.9 pure gold Mayflower round this week. With every tube of 25 acquired, you're going to receive a five pack of Goldline's exclusive two ounce silver Maple Flex bars at no additional cost. This is over $400 in values of free metals just because you listened to this program. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, we've, we've got, well, not you oh. in particular. I mean, yeah. I'm actually not glad you're here, Stu. That was a little hurtful. I was just saying thank you yeah, for, well, for your nice greeting. Well, I've been no, here for hours. I know you have been and uh, really haven't done much, have you? Mm-hmm. Haven't brought anything good to the program, have you? No. I wouldn't no, say specifically. Mm. You know, mm. I mean, I've been trying to bring up things that ruin the show most days. So. <laughs> exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And you, uh, you brought to the table the Eagles today. So. Yes. I mean, are you? Th- I mean, uh, what's you? Have you ever been to a Super Bowl? Like to the game? No, to the game. I've gone to the Super Bowl, but not to the game. Really? Yeah. A lot of people do that these days. Yeah, I've noticed. Yeah. and it's probably they're a little pricey. Yeah, they're a little tad, pricey. My, pricey yeah. my son is like, uh, Dad, please, and he's eighteen, and it'll be our last year together. And I'm like, uh, and then I look at the prices, and I'm like, No, you're not. I've already spent <laughs> way more than that on you. <laughs> yeah, I think just on diapers for like generations. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, but uh, no, I haven't been. You go every year, though. I do. I mean, this year is the real year, an yeah. Eagles year. Well, it's that the... was 2017 too. That was the real year. So. And in 2005, how many? How many real years are you going to get? The Glenn Beck Program.